It's pronounced Nate D. Gad. Nate the dead gags. Nickety dag. Nate the jod? It's pronounced Nate Diggity. And here's your host, Nate DeGod. Welcome to an all new episode of It's Pronounced Nate Diggity. I thought I would try something different. <laughs> uh, this episode is brought to you by Irish Critic on eBay. Make sure to take a look at their auctions. I know they just recently sold the Usagi Yojimbos, so if you were in the market for those, I'm sorry. They are gone. Um, but he still has quite a bit of other stuff right now. Uh, I know he has Freddy versus Jason versus Ash. Number one, uh, J. Scott Campbell variant, which is odd seeing J. Scott Campbell do anything other than ladies. He actually did Freddy, so that was cool. Anyway, I'll, I'll get back to a little bit later uh, on what he has in stock. I just pulled a U-turn because uh, I'm in Texas, and that's one of the things. And this is, uh, if you couldn't guess by probably the road noise... This is an on-the-road episode. And probably by the title, too, right? Because <laughs> I'm sure I titled it On the Road with Nate Diggity. Um, I think I'm going to be doing these quite a bit more often. I know I got some feedback recently that uh, people like those, actually. So that's what I'm going to do this week for sure. Uh, possibly the next episode, too, because there's just so much going on because of Wrestlemania weekend and even though it's Wrestlemania weekend like there's so many other wrestling events and promotions in town so it's gonna be pretty crazy like I'm going to one show at midnight on I think Friday so that's gonna be pretty sweet uh, but yeah welcome to a new episode I am driving to, I think I'm going to try and hit at least six of my comic shops today, because I'm an ambassador for Aftershock Comics, so I have a list of stores that I go to, and, uh, you know, check in with them, see how things are going, and give them some exclusive variants, so I have those with me, if you haven't checked out We Live by Aftershock Comics, check it out, Um, issues number one, I say issues because uh, the first issue of We Live had uh, two versions. It was a We Live Black number one and We Live White number one. And, and yeah, if you're into mechs and things like that, definitely check it out. A uh, friend of the show, Chris Campana, did a variant, which I still need to grab. It was a store exclusive variant. It's online. I'll have to find it. When I do, I'll post a link. So. Everybody can support him. But yeah, check that out. There's some other... Honestly, check out any of the newer Aftershock... Or really any of the Aftershock comics. Because they've been killing it, man. There was one month to where it went in sales. 
it was Marvel, DC, and then Aftershock was right next to them. So that's amazing. Like, it's awesome to see, especially because, one, I work for them. Like, I'm, I'm a company man, right? And, uh, yeah, like, that was pretty awesome. And it's been a few months, but I'm sure I haven't been being able to keep up with all the sales numbers and everything like I want to. But I'm sure they're still pretty high up there. Uh, I couldn't believe they beat out Image, though. That was crazy. Uh, but, yeah. And I'm, I think I actually mentioned that before on an episode. <laughs> but, yeah, so I'm on the road. Um, I've already gassed up, so I don't have to worry about spending another $3,000 on gas for this trip. Um, but, yeah, I make I make my rounds in the DFW area, um, hit up some, some of the shops. I'm about to stop and grab an energy drink, though, because I'm thirsty and I need some energy. And maybe a hot dog. <laughs> That'd be that'd be one hard way to do this episode if I was driving and eating a hot dog and recording. Yeah, that's not happening. Um, I am. I will say I'm not holding my microphone today. I'm actually holding a recorder, so quality might not be as normal. It'll be pretty high though because this is a great recorder. It's another Zoom. Um, that's the recorders I stick with. I'm kind of like Ming on that. Like I stick with that brand. They're good. So what I'll be doing while I'm driving is kind of talking about things that have been going on and I'm going to start the series, the Marvel vs. DC series in this episode. Um, yeah, it's going to be pretty intense. Probably not. <laughs> I say that and I'm just like, no, it probably won't be intense at all. It'll probably be pretty calm. But, yeah, so, yeah, it's been nuts. Last weekend, went to, what did I do? I went to Gearbox's launch party for Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, which, if you're not familiar, that is in the Borderlands kind of series, but it's like an offshoot of Borderlands. I played it yesterday. I actually... Speaking of, I did go on Twitch yesterday and played for about two hours. And before that, I played for about an, about two hours before that as well. So I put in a little bit over four hours into the game total so far. Um, but yeah, check me out on Twitch. If you have Twitch, give me a follow. Uh, Nate Diggity there as well because I keep things on brand. <laughs> it just makes it easier for me, honestly, more than anything. Um, but yeah check me out i'll probably be doing that more often i really i'm i have a feeling i will um because i did want to do the the vlog but i just don't think i'll be doing those as much as i thought i would i still i still want to do some and they'll probably pop up here and there like when i go to cons and things but for right now i think i'm going to do more twitch than than vlogging because it's easier i just turn on the xbox and play (laughs) so follow me on there Um, i'm about to cut this off for a second i'm gonna go grab a drink i'll be back all right so where was i (laughs) by the way this energy drink is delicious all right so yeah so went to the, the launch party for Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, which was awesome. 
Um, they had Cage the Elephant play, which really was a big hit for Borderlands 2. And Mixed Master Mike, which if you if you recognize that name and you're like, where do I know that name? He was with the Beastie Boys. And he only got like a 45-minute set. I was kind of bummed about that. Because uh, the last one for Borderlands 3, he was there. And, I mean, he got to put on a huge set, and it was awesome. But he didn't get as much time this time, which was sad. Still a great time, though. Like, he did incredible as he would because that's his job to do that, you know. <laughs> but, yeah, like, Kate's Elephant played for, I feel like it was, like, almost two hours. It was nuts. I managed to get their set list and a guitar pick. I asked for the set list because I saw somebody else there and I was like, oh yeah, I should do that too because they're just sitting there. And then uh, some guy was just came up and started handing the picks out that he picked up off the stage. And I was just like, I'm going to put my hand out and that's what I ended up getting. <laughs> I didn't know what I was going to get. I just was like, well, free stuff. Put my hand out. <laughs> so that was cool. Uh, didn't win anything from Gearbox, unfortunately, but I ended up, I'd already pre, well, I pre-ordered the game during the party because I realized that I had not done that yet, and I had $20 on Amazon credit, so I was like, shoot, I'm going for the big one then, which, crazy enough, I think it's about the same price at Walmart. Oh, here's a little tidbit for you. If you're, if you play games and you're wanting a new game, like, on release date, go to Walmart. Don't order online from Walmart. Go to Walmart. And a $60 game is usually, like, 50 bucks. Um, it's nuts. I don't know how they're doing this, but, yeah, like, most places they're $59.99. Walmart, $49.94. I, I don't get it. I don't want to get it unless I want to get the game. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's crazy. And I've noticed it for a lot of games. Even that new Elden Ring game was 50 bucks at Walmart day of. But I suck at those games. So I did not get it. I kept thinking about it, but the more I kept thinking, I was like, nope. I don't want to rage quit every five seconds. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so any newer games, like day of release go to a Walmart and 9 out of 10 times it's going to be 50 bucks so save some money um, I think there was I think the only one I haven't seen cheaper is the new WWE uh, 2K22 game like I think that one is still like regular price like so sorry about that one but I have noticed that that one but that'll be like 35 bucks come Black Friday because they always do that. But, yeah, so Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, so fun. If you're a fan of the Borderlands games, definitely get it. If you want to kind of see a little bit about it, again, go to my Twitch because I played for a little while. There's about, you don't have to watch the whole two hours, I promise. But if you watch just a little bit, you'll you'll get kind of the gist of it and see how fun it is it is one of those games where you go around and actually like kind of take your time and see about hidden things and 
looting things and stuff like that. So there's that. That's another reason it kind of takes time to play it. But it's more fun that way because you get more out of it, you know. So, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, The next day, I had signed up for a time slot. No, I did not just fart. That was was a motorcycle. (laughs) The next day, I had uh, signed up for a time slot at, uh, I think, WWE was doing. as It was a special event in Fort Worth called WWE Ringside. Because, one, they're not doing access like they normally do for WrestleMania with, like, meet and greets and things like that going on. Which is a good thing and a bad thing because, man, like, when they did it last time here in Dallas, they didn't tell you who was going to be in each time slot until basically the day before. And I had bought one randomly and nobody that I really cared for was going to be there at first. And then they kind of swapped some names. So I was like, okay, well, that's cool. And the one I was waiting for, Paige, I had to buy an extra ticket because they announced her later on. I was like, cool, thanks. Um, So, yeah, with this ringside thing, I didn't know what to expect. I know it said, like, superstars would be there, but it didn't really tell you who It just said, you know, superstars. And so I just randomly chose a time slot. I was like, why not? Sunday, 1230 to 1. Whatever. And then somebody in the wrestling figure group posted the day before that Xavier Woods was there. And I was like, okay, that's pretty cool. And I was like, there's a chance he might show up again, I guess, because he's in the area now. Um, But I ended up getting an email later Saturday saying that between 11 and 1 Alexa Bliss would be there and I was like perfect that's during my time slot and then 1 to 3 Riddle would be there and I was like "Eh, he's alright but I'd rather meet Alexa obviously so it was awesome that it happened in my time slot but I decided to get there early just in case there's a long line or something like that so I got there, I was like, hey man, um, my time slot's not until 12.30, and he goes, oh, that's fine, go ahead and come in. I was like, cool. It was like, maybe like 4 after 12, something like that, like it was just a little after 12. And uh, so I got in and kind of double checked to see where her line was, got in line, and I was in her line for maybe 5, 10 minutes, and then they made an announcement that her line was capped. So nobody else was going to meet her that wasn't in line already. So I lucked out because my time slot didn't start until after the line was already capped. She ended up leaving at like 12.24. So she even left before my time slot would have happened. So I'm glad I got there earlier. Uh, (laughs) What's funny, and this is exactly how this happened. So you know, because of how the world still is right now, you know, you they're taking precautions because, one, they don't want their talent to get sick, which is completely understandable. And they had them kind of, had her a few feet away, not the, the full six, but there was, like, a line of tape that I had to stand by, and she was behind, like, fake ring ropes. 
So I handed the guy my phone and he said, there's no touching and please keep your distance. So, of course, I turned to Alexa and I said, or I asked, I was like, can I get a high five? She went, yes. She got super excited and said, yes. So I got a high five. It was an awesome high five. And I turned back around to the guy that had my phone that was going to take the picture. And he said, I just told you there was no touching. (laughs) And I was like, I'm sorry. I couldn't help it. (laughs) So... Yeah, he he was more joking than anything, but at the same time, I could tell he was annoyed because I did get a high five <laughs> after being told no touching. But I, it was just a high five. Calm down. Uh, but that was awesome. So I mean, overall, it was a pretty cool experience. They had like some old gear. They had the Andre the Giant's mask that he wore. He had, or they had uh, Mankind's mask. They had Mick Foley's like plaid jacket that he turned into a vest they had a Ric Flair robe of course because you can't go anywhere without a Ric Flair robe they had an old cane mask um, I mean, they just had a lot of stuff honestly it was really cool to see and I mean overall I mean it was free so there's that you know I'm not going to turn down anything free I mean, especially getting to meet Alexa Bliss, because the, the crazy thing is, like, I was talking to my buddy Sean, and we were talking about Cameo, and I was like, take a guess how much Alexa Bliss is this, and he had to keep guessing up, and then I was even wrong. I was thinking it was just 500 but or 600 but she charges, or I don't think it's really her. I'm sure it's WWE more than anything. But $800 for a cameo from Alexa Bliss. I was like, that is nuts. But yeah, I have a feeling it's probably more WWE getting some extra money off that. I could be wrong, but I doubt it. But that was great. Free little event. And then I think that was all for that weekend. And then the week happened. (laughs) Uh, Oh, I can't. I think it was. I might, I might have been the week, or right before the weekend, uh, one of my buddies reached out to me and was just like, hey, do you know anybody that would want some WrestleMania tickets? And he even dropped in for free. And I was like, whoa. I was like, yeah, I'll take them, shoot. <laughs> um, and I, you know, I said I would figure out a way to pay him back. And he was just like, no, man, I just, I don't want him to go to waste, so... I'm going to WrestleMania. <laughs> I wasn't even planning on it. That's the crazy part. But shoot for free. I'm going to WrestleMania. I saw the the parking prices for by the stadium were like sixty bucks a day though. So not doing that. There's a little bar and grill kind of close by that does some shuttle action. So I'm gonna do that instead because sixty dollars for a parking place is ridiculous. Especially because it's two nights. That's 120 bucks. No, thank you. So, bar and grill, it's like eight bucks for the shuttle over. So, I'll do that. I'll just go grab a burger and then pay eight bucks to get over there. Totally cool with that. Um, yeah, so that'll be fun. I'm going to two other events. Um, not 
WWE related. I'm going to GCW. That's the one that one of the events is at, starts at midnight. Um, and that's I think that's Friday night, Thursday night. I got it. I really need to double check my whole weekend plans because I don't I don't know which days are which anymore right now because I have the major pod live event. I think that's Thursday. I could be completely wrong, but I think that's Thursday night. And then Friday morning, I'm going to go meet Charlotte Flair at a Cricket Wireless that is the same place that I'm at Sasha Banks at the last WrestleMania, which is funny. Because when I saw it, I was like, I guarantee it's on this, this road. And I was like, yep, there it is. So I'm going to that Friday morning and then Friday night. Yeah, I think it's Friday night at midnight. I'm going to GCW. And then Saturday or Friday. Again, I got to double check because there's another event I'm going to from Zelo Pro to see my buddy Dylan Postel, aka Hornswoggle, and Chelsea Green. They'll be there at that one. I can't remember if that one's Friday or Saturday in the afternoon. I got to find out. <laughs> yeah, I haven't really mapped out everything. Like, that's what I was going to do this weekend after I hit up my comic shops. And obviously record, because I know it's been a little bit too long. I'm sorry. But this is the first in a couple. I think I'm going to try and record the other one next weekend, because I'm going to try and get some clips from people. Um, and then, yeah, next weekend, too, is WrestleCon. So debating if I'm going to that, because there's a lot of people I w- wouldn't mind meeting there. I need to get uh, Heath Slater to sign a figure for me to go with the the uh, gear that I have for him because I have the gear that a figure was made from. So that's awesome. So I got to get those together. Um, but yeah, I mean, really, this this next weekend really kicks off the rest of the the con year for me. I was thinking about that because that's. I'm going to say March, April, because it goes into April. So March, April, those are my that's my con. And then I have, in May, I have Texas Frightmare, which the Screamcast will be there, Robert England will be there, and really uh, the Dream Warriors cast will be there, but I'm, I'm mainly just going to go for Robert England because it blows my mind that I've still not met him after all these years and after all these cons. I put him off for way too long, so I'm going to meet Robert England, get a picture with him. He's only doing photo ops, so I'll do that because I have to. Like, that's one of those things, like, I, I just have to. And there's several other big names going to be there, but those are my two main ones, the Screamcast and Robert England. Um, man, my nose is stopped up and the traffic is too I guess I won't go ahead and merge good thing I got some gas um so but yeah so that's May Texas Frightmare is in May June I have Fan Expo Dallas which is already insane 
it is insanely stacked. Um, the the Hobbits from the Lord of the Rings films will be there. They got reannounced because they ended up having to cancel last year. We have a Clerks reunion. We have the Trailer Park Boys. I mean, there's just so many people are going to be there. I'll be there. Um, I did before yesterday. I didn't know if I was going to get back in as media. But yesterday, got the email from Dana. And I am back in. Your boy made it back in as media. So awesome. I'm looking forward to that one. I'm going to be doing a full episode because last last year I only got to go to for one day. Um, but this year I'm going the whole weekend and I'm going to make it a big episode strictly for Fan Expo Dallas. So looking forward to that one tremendously. Um, so that's June, July. I have San Diego Comic-Con. Um, I tried getting into a media pass for them. I'm a little too small for them. Oh, wait, no. No, that was Comic Palooza. Never mind. I haven't tried for San Diego. Maybe I will. Because what will it hurt, you know? I already have my volunteer and regular pass, though, for San Diego. So I'm good there. Either way, like, I can get in. So I might, might as well give it a shot for media. That'd be pretty sweet. And then C2E2 in August. So that one I'm still waiting for media credentials for. If I don't get it, I'm going either way. And I mean, honestly, with all these cons, whether I would get media credentials or not, I would go. It's weird, though. Like with C2E2, they didn't really put podcasts anymore. So I guess they've had too many, which is understandable. They're too many podcasts out there and I mean I'm I'm one to talk like I'm just a random dude that was like I'm gonna talk on the on the internet on the radio on the internet you know so it's whatever (laughs) but yeah I bet they were getting too many they were podcasts and they were like okay we gotta cut this out we need actual feedback from people or something I don't know but yeah, either way, C2 E2 is one of my favorites. But yeah, any of these cons that I wouldn't get media credentials for, I would still go. I still love all these cons. Because why would I mention them, you know? So yeah, it's going to be busy. Um, <laughs> what's funny, too, is the San Diego and C2 E2, it's basically, I have, because I was looking at my time off, at work (laughs) and it goes from like I have I'm there for about a week and then I go like um, I go to San Diego I get back I'm there for about a week and then I go to Chicago Um, I think it's like there's two weeks between but about because the way I do my days off like five days (laughs) so I was like oof so yeah, it's going to be busy. It's going to be fun. Hopefully, I'll get some good footage for some vlogs during all these. We'll see. Hopefully. <laughs> and WrestleCon, I mean, they just keep announcing people. And, I mean, their their lineup is super stacked as it is, too. Um, I would still say FanX with Dallas is probably more stacked. But I can't even think of it. So, the next episode, I'll probably be talking more about it when I'm not on the road. 
because I'm looking at the map and the road more than googling anything or searching anything because I'm not a bad driver <laughs> so yeah I think what I'm going to do I'm getting close to one of my shops so I think I'm going to cut it for right now and then come back here shortly and do and start the Marvel versus DC talk we'll see because there is a little bit of distance between each shop and some of them are kind of closer to each other so we'll see uh, oh no it looks like I still have I still have like 16 minutes before I'll be at this shop so I'll keep talking <laughs> so of course in the comic world Marvel versus DC has always been that big thing it's kind of like how it used to be WWF versus WCW you know there's always been that competition between different things like that um, now I will say I'm going to try and be as unbiased as possible oh, I'm missing my turn aren't I I am oh well oh no I'm not wait no I'm not okay cool because <laughs> everybody else is because they're having to get over okay so yeah I'm going to try and be as unbiased as possible with this because I could completely make it one sided but I'm not going to and I'm going to try and do it kind of... I'm going to try and do comparisons between characters. And let's just do this. Just to get it out of the way, let's talk about the Marvel movies versus DC movies, both live action and animated. Just to get those comparisons out of the way. Because those are the ones that have been talked about way too much and that more people know about at the same time. So, Marvel versus DC cinematic universes. Obviously, even the fans aren't super, always super thrilled with DCs. Because look at the Snyder Cut. I know that always gets brought up. But people had to petition to get that version out. Which I still need to finish watching. <laughs> I said I was going to. I was going to compare both, both Justice Leagues. I haven't made it through. I'll be honest. But the fact that your fans are even having to be like, look, we want this other version of it more than the one that came out, that says a lot. And I mean, it could be the same way with Marvel movies, but I feel, to me personally, the Marvel movies are pretty spot on. I mean, obviously they're not comic accurate, neither are the DC movies, but... I mean, one, Robert Downey Jr. is Tony Stark. That's perfect casting. And I think that's another thing is with Marvel movies versus DC movies, Marvel's casting is pretty spectacular. And, I mean, honestly, like, Robert Downey Jr. alone, that that's proof of it. Because I don't see anybody else playing Tony Stark or Iron Man. But with Bruce Wayne... We've had so many over the years. <laughs> and most of them have, have done a great job of it. But 
not all of them can pull off Batman. You know what I mean? They can do Bruce Wayne, but they can't pull off Batman. So, casting, Marvel. Um, the movies, Marvel. But, the animated movies, I gotta give it to DC. DC has always been better with their animated movies. And, I mean, one of them, I can think off the top of my head, that is one of my favorites, is still, probably still 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, and it's the Batman versus the Ninja Turtles. Like, that, that was such a great animated movie that I bet I could show that to people that weren't big fans of either, and they would probably love it just because it's just so much fun and it's such a it's just really good overall and Marvel has never really done well in the animated movie realm like they'll try and it just I don't know they're not that great they've had some like the Hulk versus like Hulk versus Wolverine was pretty good um, Hulk versus Thor was alright but overall they haven't had a huge success and honestly they haven't really tried a whole lot lately with the animated movies which is honestly smart like don't waste your time because I think I think the best they've done animated lately is the what ifs and I haven't even finished those but I think that's probably the best animated stuff that they've done in a while but again that goes into shows not movies so let's jump into animated shows or even live action shows oh speaking of Riley my buddy Riley got me and said that they have done the Robin because they did the live action Titans so they have done a a more recent Robin I know I mentioned Robins in the last episode and how nobody's really done anything with Robin lately but he got me yeah Titans, um, which is another show I need to finish. I liked the first episode. I just never got back around to watching any more of it. But yeah, so live action shows uh, like Arrow, I didn't really care for, but it got a huge following, and like all the CW, like The Flash, and um. Legends of Tomorrow. I mean, they did all... And uh, Supergirl. They all did really well. I didn't really watch them. Um, and I can say this, too, with the Marvel shows. I haven't watched... I didn't watch all of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, but I did watch all of Gotham. Gotham was a great show. It was a very detective show. It was awesome. But I didn't watch all of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but which what I did, it wasn't bad. Um... I'm still sad that The Inhumans was a show that bombed because I like The Inhumans and uh, Cloak and Dagger. That was another show that bombed and didn't do very well for Marvel. But Hawkeye, great show. Introduces Kate Bishop, great character. I like the way they did her for the show. Um... 
let's see any other and yeah like with the dc shows i haven't really watched them like arrow i did watch some of and i stopped watching because they changed the name of his city i was like how dumb of a thing to change so yeah i stopped watching because of that because I, I i like green arrow and when i changed like little things like that i was like okay what else are they going to change that's going to end up being an annoyance <laughs> But then you get the animated shows. So, I mean, these go back to the older ones. And you got Batman, the animated series. You have the X-Men animated series from the early 90s. Like, both of those right at the same time. Like, man, what a great time to be a kid. And, oh, and I forgot to mention Batman 66, one of the best shows ever best campy shows ever that one will always be up at the top but i think and i mean there's been so many other like batman and justice league cartoons i almost missed my exit because i was getting into this uh (laughs) so animated shows i feel it's a tie Well, man, I don't know. Because they both have great, great shows for each one. Like DC and Marvel both have great animated shows. What is it? What is this thing doing? Now it's trying to tell me to get back on the interstate when I just got off. I'm like, no, stupid. Um, Both of them have they're classics for the animated shows but they also have the hit or miss ones too um i would say just going off x-men and batman adventures or batman animated series i don't know why i said adventures oh because of the comic yeah the comic and that's another thing because the the comic of the batman animated series gives us the first appearance of Harley and same with the the cartoon obviously while the X-Men animated gave us Morph (laughs) so I mean I like Morph and all but I mean Harley Quinn has made more of an impact in pop culture in general than than Morph will (laughs) so I mean animated shows DC does get an edge. They get an edge in there. And I would say, yeah, DC DC will take it. I'll give it to DC. And live action shows. And I think Disney has really helped with this too. So, I mean, I'm going to say Marvel takes that. So, that's 1-1. And then the movies, Marvel. So... Marvel 2, DC 1 so far. Not bad. That's not too bad. DC can come back. And again, like, I'm trying to be completely as unbiased as possible with this. And I know some people are just going to be like, oh, yeah, right. You're just going to give it to Marvel. Don't even try, fanboy. (laughs) Oh, no, I'm really trying to be unbiased. But 
Well, I, no, wait, wait, wait. It is. It's even. I forgot. Shoot. Because animated movies, DC took it. So it's 2-2. Two, two. There we go. So it is even. So animated side, DC gets it on TV or shows and movies. But live action movies and shows, Marvel takes it. So there you go. It's even right now. So... While it's even, and I'm getting closer to my first comic shop, that's just down the road from where I'm at, I'll go ahead and stop it here, gather my thoughts for the next little portion of this, and uh, we'll go from there. Because, yeah, it's going to get, it's going to start getting juicy. <laughs> and this is where it's probably going to start cutting off. And I might end up waiting until I get back home to finish this up, because I do have certain characters that I want to bring in and I want to make sure I get all of my characters in that I want in because I did get a few from a, a few of you and we'll uh, get them in mostly just Angry Johnny and Xander but still <laughs> they got some in so I want to make sure to bring them in so uh, yeah I'm going to knock some of these comic shops out and then I will be back Okay, so just left the first shop, but I was actually thinking about this like right after I turned off the recorder um, last. <laughs> I don't know why it took me a second to think of it last. <laughs> but so one thing I will say, this kind of goes into the the show and movie into comics segue. So... One thing that Marvel is, I'm going to say bad about, is they always want, mostly, they want the, the comics to tie in with whatever movie or show is happening, and, I mean, it can be a cool concept, like the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and Captain America movies tying in, and there were a couple issues of a comic that kind of tied things in to where, like, if you read that, then you would know a little bit more information. But, they're making, like, they're trying to change characters altogether to be more based off the movie or show character versions. Um... Like, for instance, like, when Guardians came out, you know, the Guardians of the Galaxy weren't that big of a group, comic-wise, unless you were into the cosmic Marvel comics. And they had some, they have some great issues, and I think it was like 2005, 2006, there was a great run of Guardians of the Galaxy, and great art, everything. Like, it was an awesome run. But, they were still not one of the bigger teams like compared to Avengers so obviously like when the movie came out and it blew up and became such a huge success Marvel wanted to switch up the comics and make it more like you know comical and things like that so unfortunately this is a point that goes to DC that they do not try to tie the comics into the shows or movies they're their own separate entity because imagine 
trying to tie in like since we just had a new Batman and new Bruce Wayne imagine trying to tie that into the comics and I mean it's kind of hard to do it anyways because it's year two for that Batman but still like they don't try and tie it in to satisfy the moviegoers or TV watchers to be like hey come and buy these comics they just say hey look these are the comics you're going to read them or not and I mean not all of Marvel comics are that way but they're still like you can tell like when they're trying so yeah I'm going to have to give that over to DC because I miss the Marvel where it didn't matter that there was a movie coming out or a show coming out that you could just pick up a comic and be like okay these are awesome characters and not just be like oh I remember them from the movie yeah um yeah so right now it's Marvel 2 DC 3 so yeah there you go so see I'm, I'm being completely unbiased that's proof right there if I'm giving DC the edge already but anyway okay I'm cutting it off again I'll be back All right, so now I'm actually recording the commercial because that's how I'm doing things. As you can tell, it doesn't sound like I'm in a car because I'm not. <laughs> so again, this episode is brought to you by Irish Critic on eBay. I'm looking at his auctions right now. He does have the Curse Words number one, which is the 25th image anniversary, CGC 9.8. I bring that one up because I finally got around to reading the first trade of Curse Words, and it was a lot of fun, so that's a good one to pick up. The Harley Quinn 7, 9.8, 1 of 25 variant. I mean, you can't go wrong with Harley in general. <laughs> Undone by Blood again. Aftershock title. Check it out. Carney number one. Again, I'm still surprised that one's still there, especially with how many ants are out there. That's a good one. And as I mentioned earlier, the Adam Hughes, Catwoman's, Catwoman's, Catwomen, Catwoman variants. There we go. There were, that way it's covered. We only find them when they're dead. Number one, 9.8 CG seed. That's a one per store variant. That's a good one to pick up. There's not as many places got them. Just saying. Let's see, we still have the G.I. Joe vehicles. Pretty sweet. I still need to read Four Kids Walk Into a Bank. I still have that where I need to read it. Got a couple of those. And then like I mentioned earlier in the episode, Freddy versus Jason versus Ash, number one. J. Scott Campbell, uh, where he did not draw a lady for once. <laughs> a very rarity. So yeah, make sure to check out Irish Critic on eBay. And again, make sure to follow because he puts up new stock all the time. So keep an eye on it. Definitely save it as a favorite so you can make sure to check and see. And turn on the alerts too. So that way whenever he posts anything, you get the alert about it. That way you don't even have to wonder like, huh, what is anything new? You'll just get the alert saying that there's something new. So follow. Turn on the, the alarm for them, <laughs> the alert for them, and uh, yeah, buy some books, man.
Okay, so what are we at? Marvel 2, DC 3? Okay, so Marvel gets an instant point because of Stan Lee. But they both get a point for Jack Kirby. Which I know Stan Lee has done little things for DC, but he's more Marvel. So, yeah, we're back to now Marvel 3, DC 4, with just those. Um, I've been trying to think of different things to give points for here and there. And that's where kind of the Stan Lee thing came from. Because <laughs> I, was, I was like, that's just an easy point. you got to give it to Marvel for Stan Lee. Because even during the whole thing where like he got kicked out and everything, like that was a mess. And he started his own little company. But, I mean, in the end, Marvel was smart and brought him back as the face of Marvel. So I gotta give them credit for that. Mid '90s Marvel, not that smart for getting rid of Stanley, but yeah, towards the end they were smart. I'll give it to them. But yeah, they both had Jack Kirby doing amazing stuff for them. I should give it more to Marvel for that, but because he contributed quite a bit for DC. And help them out a lot there too. That's why I'm giving them both a point for Jack Kirby. Because <laughs> it would be unfair. Because I know like. DC fans especially would be like. Uh. What about the new gods? Like that was Jack Kirby in DC. Come on. So yeah. I'm giving, giving each a point for Jack Kirby. <laughs> and. I don't know if I want to break it down into. No I'm not going to break it into writers and artists. Because there's so many that have done work for both of them that it would just be kind of hard to do so let's take a quick break because I just remembered a, a quick story from last night <laughs> so I was at home I was streaming and I was just like man I like I want some shrimp and I have some shrimp in my freezer but I didn't feel like cooking so I was like I haven't had Popeyes in a while. I'll order some Popeyes. Got on the app. One of the stores was not taking online orders. So I was like, okay, well, I'll just swing by there. And their menus, like the menu screens on the outside for the drive-thru were like messed up. And like reloading and all sorts of stuff. So I was like, okay, I'm not messing with that because I just don't want to. So I was like, okay, I'll, I'll put an order in on the other one because... Maybe they were having issues, and that's why they were shut down on the app. So, put the order in, and I head to the other one. And, oh, let me t I forgot to preface. Let me preface this story by the first Popeyes that I went to yesterday. is one that I always go to, and I always end up getting something wrong from them. Like, it's always been a weird service. So, that, I was like, okay, well, I'll try this other one. Maybe it'll be better. And doing it on, on the app that way they know exactly what I was ordering right right okay <laughs> so put my order in go to pick it up there's a bit of a line I get up to the the speaker and they're like uh I'm sorry but we're out of chicken for the night 
And I said, that's fine. I put an order in the on the app for shrimp. And they're like, okay, what's the name? I said, Nate. What, what's the name? Nate. <laughs> okay, pull ahead. Okay. So I pull ahead, I get to the window, and this woman just like comes to the window and just stares at me and says, what? I kid you not, what? <laughs> I said, uh, I had a mobile order to pick up. What's the name? Nate. What? Nate? And this was like, she was like two feet away from me, if even that, like maybe a foot away from me. <laughs> and uh, so she goes and comes back with a bag of food, and she's like, show me the receipt, which I don't, I don't go to Popeye's very often, so... I don't know what she's trying to show me. I can't see anything on the receipt that she was, like, showing me. So I was like, yeah, Nate, it's for shrimp. Is this it? I mean, I was like, if it's Nate and, for, and shrimp, yes. And she hands me this bag. And I'm like, okay, cool. Got my food. And then I'm driving. I'm, I'm getting close to home. And I'm like, I bet this isn't my food. <laughs> So I decided to pull the receipt that's stickered to the bag off and saw that like my $9 worth of food has a receipt for $25 worth of food for the name Needles. It was an order for Needles. So I was like, I started like looking in my rear view, like making sure no one was following me because with the name like Needles, that you're picking up food for, something's gonna happen. <laughs> so I was like really like cautious, but then like I, nobody was following me. I'll just say that. Spoiler: nobody followed me. And yeah, so I end up with like so I I just wanted the the shrimp little shrimp meal, no drink or anything, and some mac and cheese. That's what sounded delicious to me. But I ended up with. The, a two-piece meal, um, an order of fries, and then a five-piece tenders with fries, red beans and rice, and I think that's it. But I was just like, man, like I wanted shrimp. <laughs> like, yeah, I ended up with a whole lot more money's worth of food, but man... I still, like, even today, like, I still want shrimp, because I didn't get it last night, so, yeah, that's, I don't know what the deal is, like, how do I keep running into all this issues like this, this issues, these issues like this, <laughs> maybe that's one, but yeah, that, uh, that was a thing, that happened, <laughs> so, Needles, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry, I didn't do it on purpose. I promise. I thought they were handing me my food when I told them it was for Nate and some shrimp twice. <laughs> and then she, like, what's crazy too is, like, she handed me the food and then she apologized because, like, they were having inspections today and all this stuff. And I was like, she was apologizing after I already got my food. And I was like, well, at the time, what I thought was my food. But I didn't understand why she was apologizing. I still don't to this day, to this day, the day after it hasn't even been 24 hours. And I'm like, to this day, I just don't understand. 
Oh my gosh. Um, so yeah, I've hit up three of my stores. Uh, I think I'm doing three more today. And then maybe four. We'll see. We'll see how I'm feeling. But yeah, doing at least three more of my stores. I'm in Fort Worth right now. I have a couple over here, which is about to be three over here. I'll have to go through all my all the stores. Maybe on the next episode. And that way I can kinda give them a plug here and there. And I'm deciding because I think I've gone about 40-ish minutes or more so far. So I might end up cutting the episode here and then just, because I, I know like with driving around, it makes it a little harder to put my thoughts into place, especially like when I want to do like Marvel and DC characters versus each other. It's harder to keep my mind on track. <laughs> Especially when I miss my turns like I did. Traffic made me miss my turn, but I'm I'd rather just go further down and not worry about it. So I'll decide when I get home. I do need to take a quick peek at the comics that Irish Critic has up for sale right now. And I will say this, so anytime anytime I was <laughs> I would say go ahead and make sure to follow him. Uh, follow his eBay account because he adds stuff all the time. I want to make sure you know that, like, it's not just the same stock all the time. And, I mean, still, like, he has some great books that are up there. Those Adam Hughes variants are great. Like, I love those covers. That Catwoman looks incredible. So, check those out. Keep an eye on his page all the time. Set alerts so you know when he's putting up new stuff, when things get reposted, all that good stuff. Because, yeah, he's got some great stuff, and some I'm surprised still he still has. I'm not surprised that Usagi Yojimbo's are gone, though. I will say that, like I said earlier in the episode, like I'm not surprised that those are gone. Um, but yeah, so I'm gonna end it again. I'm almost at another one of my shops, so in this right here and I'll probably pick back up here in a little bit I'll probably I don't know how I'm going to do this because I'll probably record the another spot for Irish Critic a little bit later and then just put it in in the middle like an actual podcast with a commercial <laughs> or with an ad just put it right in the middle where it doesn't make sense or do like with Chris Jericho Chris Jericho is still like I think he does the best with the ads because he'll be like Oh, yeah. Well, we'll get back to this and blah, 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 blah. But did you know? And, like, he's it, it makes he makes it sound like he's talking to his guests about whatever the ad is for. I think it's funny. Um, but, yeah, I'm about at one of my shops. So I will cut this off again and be back. I know you're anticipating it because it, you're not going to know there's a gap there because it's just going to be edited right in. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>